Welcome to your behind the scenes BFF podcast. I'm your host, Kate, and I'm a teacher turned entrepreneur, mom of two, and I help women build businesses as virtual assistants so they can create a life they love and a schedule to match. In this podcast, you will learn tangible tips on how to start and grow a successful business as a VA and one that's in alignment with your goals and priorities. So grab your coffee and let's dive into this week's episode. Last episode, we talked all about how to make an extra $1,000 a month as a VA. So if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure to go back and listen to it. Um, But in that episode, I mentioned that that $1,000 was before taxes and expenses are accounted for. Well, in this episode, I'm going to be sharing a little bit more about what those expenses might actually look like so you can get a good idea of how much money you will actually be quote unquote taking home. Now, I will start by saying that this is going to depend greatly on your business specifically um, and what services you're offering and just where you're at in terms of how long you've been in business, how many clients you have, the different things that you're managing. My expenses now in my business are so different than when I first started because now I do have a small team of contractors and some different things that I have implemented into my business, such as the podcast and some, I ended up trademarking your behind the scenes BFF. And I also have like the course and the university side of my business. So it looks a lot different than it did a year ago when I first started my business. But that being said, I'm going to, in this podcast, talk about what my expenses were in the very beginning. Um, so that it is a little bit more helpful for you, especially if you're just starting out in your business. Um, but this is very fluid and it's always changing. So keep that in mind. I very often am auditing my business expenses and getting rid of things that I don't need, or just like leaning out the tech and the expenses that we have in the business. And then also adding things as well when necessary. So like I said, it's always changing. All right. So when I first started my business, my overhead was very, very low. I think that should be the case when you are first starting out. There's really no need for any crazy overhead when you're just starting out in this industry, which is such a blessing because there are plenty of other businesses out there where that is not the case. Also in this industry, you can really figure out how lean you actually want to run your business. There are some things that you are going to feel like are a a great investment and others that you feel like you don't actually need. So let's first start by talking about what my overhead was and what I would actually recommend investing in, um, you know, compared to what I actually did invest in. And that way you can kind of see what's going to work for you or get some ideas on things that you want to implement. Okay. So one more caveat, I am not going to talk about things like cell phone or internet or laptop and that kind of stuff, because chances are, if you don't already have those things, you probably know, like in order to run an online business, those are things that you are going to need. However, definitely talk to your CPA about how you can write those things off as a business expense or a portion of it off. Um, which a CPA would also be a different type of investment. (laughs) I am more so going to be talking about like monthly subscriptions and consistent expenses that I decided to invest in 
in the beginning to keep my business running effectively. And some of these things I still use today and some of them I don't use anymore. Um, But this is just going to be kind of like a baseline for everything. So first up is HoneyBook. You have heard me talk about HoneyBook before. HoneyBook is not a sponsor of this podcast, (laughs) Um, but it is how I manage and run my business. It is a CRM, which stands for customer relationship, can't talk, customer relationship manager. Um, And it has just been super convenient for me and my business. It is a... I think it's about $40 a month, but the first six months, it's only $1. If you use my code that I will link in, or my link, I guess, that I will link in the description and in the show notes. Um, But what it is, is it is a place that you can go to send invoices and contracts and questionnaires and your scheduling when it comes to discovery calls or other types of client calls. You can communicate with clients in the portal, set up automations. Like it just does so many things that are going to make your life easier. Um, and I would highly recommend it. It is something I invested in from the get go with my business. And it is something that I still use today. Um, it also does along with like the monthly fee, it does have a small percentage in fees, which any payment processor will have. So anytime you do like a transaction through it, if your client is using a credit card, it will take like a processing fee. I'm honestly not sure what the percentage is. I think it's like two or 3% of that. Um, but again, like keep track of those fees and submit those to your CPA when it comes tax time. Um, but I would just overall recommend this tool. And like I said, it's about $40 a month. It's a little bit less, I think. And if you use my code or my referral link, it's only a dollar for your first six months. So very minimal. I would recommend using that link so that you can only pay a dollar to like get it set up and learn it and kind of get it rolling. And then once you're actually using it, you know, six, seven, eight months down the road, you're then starting to pay like the full price. Um, so that is the first thing. And then the second one would be Canva pro. So I, use Canva every single day. I use it for my own business. I use it for clients' businesses, and I have used it for years and years with multiple different businesses. So the free version is fine, but I really do think the pro is worth it. I believe it's about $10 a month and it is just so much, it's just so much better. You get access to way more images and fonts and uploading brand kits and just so many different things with the pro version. The $10 a month is definitely worth it, especially if you're going to be uh, using like social media to promote your business and creating guides or working like with your clients on stuff. However, if you're not planning on using graphics in your own business and you're thinking that you're only going to use graphics like with your clients, your clients could have a Canva account that you would be working within. But like I said, I think having Canva for your own business is also very beneficial. That's going to help you create social media posts. It's going to help you create um, guides and you know different things that you might need for your business. So I think it's worth the investment. That's something that I invested in right away. I had actually been investing in it for years with my previous business. So it just kind of rolled over into this one. All right. Another expense that I 
used in the beginning was QuickBooks. And this is a bookkeeping tool. I actually don't use this anymore. Um, I didn't really love it to begin with. I feel like it's it's just very complicated, kind of has a learning curve. Um, there's a lot of things that I had issues with. It's like $27 a month. So it's fine if you understand like accounting and different stuff like that. Um, but I just felt like there was a huge learning curve to it. And I now use a spreadsheet from my friend Meg at born to Rome bookkeeping. I will link her in the show notes, but she has a course all about bookkeeping and there's a spreadsheet in that course. And that's actually what I use to keep track of all of our expenses now. And that's what I would recommend. I would honestly just recommend using a spreadsheet. It could either be like Meg's spreadsheet or someone else's, or you create your own, but a spreadsheet is just as good as anything to keep track of all your business expenses. And you know, down the road, if you want someone else to keep track of your bookkeeping, you could invest in a bookkeeper. Um, so QuickBooks was something that I was using. It was about $27 a month, but I don't use that anymore. All right. Next up is Flowdesk. So Flowdesk is the email marketing platform that I use. I am a firm believer in not just using and relying on social media for your business. I talk to business owners all the time about this, but if Instagram were to disappear tomorrow, would you still have a business? That is a question that I ask myself. It's a question that I ask every other business owner I talk to because so many people rely on Instagram for free marketing, but I also know so many people that have gotten their Instagrams hacked or they've been deleted or, you know, Instagram goes down for a day and now you can't do the launch you were expecting or whatever. And I just think it's really smart to have other avenues because you don't own your Instagram. You don't own your Instagram. You don't own like the content that Instagram is like you own your content with like copywriting and stuff, obviously, but you don't own like your profile that can go away at any time. So one thing that you do own is your email list. And another thing you would own is like a website, but your email list is yours. And it's just another way for you to connect with your ideal client. And I don't think that you need, you know, email marketing right in the beginning, when you're trying to get your business up and going, you might be feeling like, wow, like I need to learn all about email marketing and like figure out how to grow a list and all this stuff. You know, I'm just trying to figure out how to run a business and I don't want that to stress you out or overwhelm you. Um, I don't think you need it right away, but I do think it should be on your radar to start learning about email marketing and start, you know, potentially growing your list as you start to grow your social media so that you don't have to rely just on social media to promote your services and, you know, get your content in front of the people that you want to see your stuff, you know? Um, and I believe Flowdesk is about $30 a month. I had a beta offer. Flowdesk is something I've used again for years in business and with my previous businesses. So I think with the beta program, it was like $19 a month, but I believe now it's closer to about $30 a month. Um, and like I said, you don't need to invest in it like right away, but I would just keep it on your radar for down the road. Um, and then the last thing is Squarespace. So Squarespace is my website and Number one thing that I always talk to people about when they are thinking about starting their business as a virtual assistant, it's, you know, the question is like, do I need a website? 
And I don't believe you need a website. I believe that you need some sort of like landing page or place for people to get in contact with you. I share about some different options in my course, but one really great option, actually two great options would be Milkshake, which is a free app where you can build a series of like landing pages to put in the link in your bio on Instagram. That's, it's just Milkshake, like what it sounds like. The thing you drink and that's super delicious. Um, And it's totally free and you can customize it and make it look on brand. And like I said, you can put links in there. Maybe it's like the HoneyBook link to schedule a discovery call, like it's a link to your inquiry form or whatever the case might be. Or you can actually create websites in Canva now. Um, So that would be something that using your pro version of Canva, you could create your own website there and put that on your Instagram too. However, I've always had Squarespace. I think I've had a Squarespace website since 2019 um, with my previous business. So I basically just moved my old website over and merged it with this business, changed the domain. And then eventually like a few months into my business decided to have my web designer totally rebrand my website. We redid the copy, redid everything about it. Um, so again, that's something that I had already had in place that I just merged into this business, but I believe at Squarespace, there's different plans. I think there's four different plans. The one that I have is $33 a month, but it's like the second tier. So there is one that's a little bit cheaper. Um, if you don't need like the commerce side of the website, which is like where you can sell digital products, um, you can get away with like the base price. But again, you don't need a full-blown website right when you get started. That is something that can come down the road and you can use a landing page tool like Milkshake or create a Canva website until you decide to, okay, I'm going to invest in a professionally done website. So those are the five things. I'm just going to recap that again. HoneyBook, Canva Pro, QuickBooks, Flowdesk, and Squarespace. Those are the five investments that were like reoccurring things that I used every month that I had when I first started. There are obviously other things I used and still use in my business as well, like email and my project management tool, which is ClickUp. I used Zoom for video calls, but those all have free options that I used for months before upgrading. I didn't have to upgrade my ClickUp to a business ClickUp until maybe like six or seven months into my business. And like, it was very recent. Um, and then same with like zoom, zoom has a, with the free version, it's like a 45 minute time, um, limit. And I didn't need to have more than that until after I launched my course. So you can always start out with the free version of things and then upgrade if needed, you know? And then I also wanted to mention that I've made other like bigger investments down the road, such as, um, you know, courses to help with my own continuing education, um, a contract, which I was using a template in HoneyBook. So HoneyBook has contract templates that lawyers actually draft specifically for HoneyBook to, for their customers to use. But I ended up a few months down the road investing in my own contract template and um, just kind of like personalizing it a little bit more, making it a little bit stronger. And then I, like I said, invested in that web designer, got my branding done by someone else professionally. 
stuff with the podcast. I don't know if I already said that. And then my own VA and like our team. So there's lots of investments I've made, like I said, over time that are a little bit bigger. And some of them are things that you might want to invest in down the road, but some of them, you know, you might not need, like if you don't plan on coming out with a course, for example, you're not going to need a Kajabi membership, which is where I house my course. So, um, I hope that helps just kind of with some clarity around different investments and expenses you might have in your business. Also, people ask like, okay, if I have a client that wants me to schedule their social media posts, do I need to um, invest in a like post scheduler like Planoly or Later or Loomly or do I use the clients? So I would say if you're a virtual assistant and you are you know, tasked with scheduling those posts, chances are your client is going to have that account or they should purchase, you know, Planoly or Loomly or Later. Those are the ones I know right off the top of my head. They should sign up for their own membership with that and then give you access because you're just carrying out the task within their business. So that really should be an expense on their end. Now, if you are a social media manager and you are, managing several different social media accounts and all of that, then I would say I would invest on the platform. I know Loomly is one that one of my friends who's a social media manager recommends. And so she's able to, you know, she has that membership. She uses it as part of her expenses and that's where she has all her client accounts. So again, it really varies. Are you going to invest in it for yourself to use for your clients or are you going to use your clients um, plan for certain things? I think it just depends on, again, your niche, your services, what task is at hand. And if you have a specific question, feel free to send me a message on Instagram and get my thoughts on it. I'm happy to share. I don't think there's a right or a wrong way to do it, but those are just kind of my, that's my two cents on that. I'm 99% sure those five things were my only initial software and programs. I might be forgetting something, but I honestly, it's been so long and it was so minimal that I think that's pretty much it. Um, so it was less than $150 a month, roughly depending on like free trials and discount codes and all of that good stuff. And then the contract, you know, that I made a couple months down the road or, or courses or whatever I invested in those we're just separate from like the monthly reoccurring expenses. So as you can see, the overhead is so minimal. None of these things I think are must haves. I really think you could start your business like with absolutely no overhead um, and just invest as you go to make your life easier. However, I do think there are two things that I would absolutely invest in from the get-go, and that would be HoneyBook and Canva Pro. (laughs) Those two things have, I use them every day. I'm in there every single day, and I think they're super, super beneficial. And then, um, you know, some other things that have benefited me just down the road was investing in that contract and not using like the HoneyBook, the free HoneyBook generalized ones anymore. Um, And then things like courses and trainings and stuff like that. So this is one of the many reasons why I think being a virtual assistant is a really great business to get into. The overhead is super minimal and you can run your business as lean as you want. And there's just so much flexibility to it. 
That being said, if you are looking to invest in the knowledge and education to actually get your business started, my signature program, the VA roadmap is still open for enrollment and will be until March 31st. So I think in the last episode, I mentioned that it would be closed on March 17th, but I did extend it because life has been pretty insane over here and I wanted to give more time to talk about it and answer anybody's questions. So March 31st is when the doors will close for that. I created the program to help you take the guesswork out of starting your business and give you all the answers you are looking for. Plus with the VIP enrollment, you get access to our Facebook group where you can ask questions anytime you want. I'm active in the Facebook group, answering questions and all of that good stuff, you know, Monday through Friday. You can also jump into the monthly office hours where we jump on a zoom call and I answer questions live, or we talk about different scenarios that people are working through have access to bonus trainings and the ability to connect with other women who are starting their VA business too. So head to your slash roadmap for more details on that. And I will chat with you here next week.